Okay, you're welcome to Heart Expressions with Vicky. Hmm. This is another episode, probably the fourth episode, if I'm not mistaken. In this episode, I just want to go straight up into the talk. Unlike previous episodes where I'll just, you know, start with something before I do the welcome part. But now I just want to go straight up because I have a lot to talk about. And, and it's um, a continuation of the previous episode. The topic is the aftermath of childhood experiences. I did a concise and, um, should I say concise and detailed, <laughs> concise and detailed um, illustrations of the different experiences that I know at least 90% of us would have had or would have been have, have gone through as a child um, don't mind my english please <laughs> so uh i really suggest i go listen to the previous episode so you will have a hand on what i'm about to talk today now the aftermath of childhood experiences and i got to discover that every experience we have in life every experience we go through in life it leads us to something it leaves a mark positive or negative it will surely leave a mark and that mark most times it's always a decision and that decision simultaneously leads us into making taking actions that backs up the decision we've made as a result of the experience oh there's this movie that's coming to my mind the name is little i don't know if you've watched it it should be last year's or this year's movie now it's is a movie about a girl a black girl she was always bullied in school she was very smart she was like a nerd, according to them in their own um, description. She was like a nerd, but she was very smart. Though she had this hair that stands like this puffy hair, this African hair. So um, she was always bullied. Whenever she tried to come out to do something, you know, her classmates bullied her. There was this particular person that always bullied her. Right now. She was bullied to the point where she she kind of broke her arms, probably her neck and her leg. I, I can't really start talking about what happened, what led to that. But where I'm actually driving at is at the fact that when she was coming out of the hospital with her parents, her dad told her something. He said um, that she shouldn't worry about the bully, that when she's big, nobody's going to bully her again. So she was like, oh, wow. So... I just have to get big and then when I'm big nobody's going to bully me again so she made up she made a decision to be big and be bully and be a bully and then years later she becomes this successful very successful woman in her 30s but so harsh so mean so rude so arrogant and a bully now the the scenes move down the line until it gets to a point where she meets this small girl 
that always tries to do her magic with her magic wand and she was so rude to the girl and then the girl was like asked her a question a very important question she was like how did she become this way how did she become mean i think that's what she asked and then the lady replied her that she just said i i got big that was the first thing she replied i got big so because i got big i am now in a position whereby i can't be bullied again now this is an experience she had as a child as a teenager and she made the decisions based on that experience now she decided that as she grew big she was going to be a bully instead of people bullying her first she'd rather hit on them so she was so in fact she was very successful very wealthy when people see her even people she lived with they always run like people are scared of of of, of getting close to her she comes to a queue to drop her house keys and everybody's leaving the line for her now that is a decision all she was just doing were actions all she did were actions based on the decision she made as a teenager that is an aftermath so this episode actually just tries to look at what are the resultant effects of childhood experiences we go through trust me and believe me when i say this if you can actually sit back and think of all the decisions 70 80 percent of the decisions you've made now as an adult this is i'm actually talking to adults now as an adult as a youth as a young adult as um, a full-blown adult <laughs> most if not all of these decisions were based on different experiences we had now somebody decides not to trust again not because they can not because they don't find they don't know that there are actually people that can be trustworthy but because of the experiences they've had they've just made up made a decision not to trust again or not to easily trust people so the next person they are meeting after that experience is going to have to suffer should i use the word suffer quote and unquote suffer to lead that person off that mentality and it's going to going to put more effort okay now imagine if someone like this is uh, a ceo in a company and then hires an accountant or somebody to look after their money it's it's going to be so difficult for the person to trust such a person because i've been betrayed before my trust have been thrown to the ground i've been taken advantage of i've been you know so all this i've been i've been i've been so because i have been in this position now i make my mind in a certain decision that mm, no more and even if i'm going to have to i'm going to put like give myself time to allow trust to allow myself to trust people again now look at the, the the movie I just talked about, Little. It's because she had been bullied several times, so she made that decision. So there, this is just in the negative part, right? But there are also the positive parts, which I also want to look into. Now, I 
I think let me just continue with some of all the negative stuff and I'll come to the positive part because uh, we, can't, we cannot just say it's all negative experiences we've been having in life. No, they are good. They are the good parts. They are the beautiful moments and beautiful memories we've had about people we've met, relationships we've been into and the experiences we got out of them. So I just mentioned one aftermath of a childhood experience, inability to trust easily. That is one. Another one is self-confidence or inferiority complex. Should I say self-confidence or lack of self-confidence or inferiority complex? Now take a child, for example, who has a physical disability. Okay, now, before I say this, um, I, for one, I cannot stand someone who who easily makes jests of people. I, for one, I can't stand them. I don't want to use, I don't hate them, but I just can't stand that act. And if I notice someone close to me who does that, I I can almost severe a relationship, a friendship, right? Because of such acts, I can't stand that. It is already obvious. We see that this person is short. We see that this person has big heads. We see that this person, it's obvious. Persons has, uh, the person has facial palsy. Whatever be the physical disability, it is obvious. You don't need to make a jest out of it. You don't need to make jokes out of someone's inadequacies. It is wrong. It is not the right way to do things. It is not good at all. It is obvious. I can see it. You don't have to show me. I am seeing it. Okay? Whether you make, you're making jest of your physical disability or of whatever. Especially when it is negative. Di- negatively directed to the person you're making jest of. It is not a good trait. And I think it's something that we as parents, we as upcoming parents should try to curb in our children. We should not allow our children to grow to grow with a mindset that they could actually just make jest of people. It is wrong. If you were made perfectly beautiful, if from the top of your head to the sole of your feet, everything is good, bless God. Because all it just had to take is was just or is just one chromosome to malfunction just one chromosome to malfunction or one part of your dna to malfunction and then there's now that disability so it's just uh, maybe a, a deficiency of one chromosome a lack of one chromosome or a malfunctioning of one chromosome or some genetic mutation or something right or maybe the mother fell during childhood or the mother because of lack of money the mother wasn't able to feed well there's always a reason for that you don't really you don't need to there's no cause there's no cause for having to make jest of someone so please if there's something we need to look into then i think we all we need to look into it because something like this it always brings about lack of self-esteem lack of self-esteem maybe maybe i i may share my experience but i know i battled a lot with self-control oh i battled i'm sorry 
I said self-control. I battled a lot with self-confidence and self-esteem. I had to go through a lot because of experiences I had in the past. It was a struggle for me. I couldn't just... Ah! I just thank God for really helping me to, you know, mold me. He's still molding me, still working on me. But he helped me to consciously and continuously work on my self-confidence and my self-esteem. Okay, so that's an aftermath of childhood experience can just be inferiority complex where a child the child could be smart right but um maybe the child very smart in in her class or his class but people are always picking on him you know making him feel inferior because you're smart doesn't mean you're you're in you're not in our class you're not in our clique you know all those childhood stuff that children do oh we're not gonna be your friend because you're too smart for us you're the one always answering questions and all that and this child grows up with though i am intelligent but now this child grows up with an inability to actually you know blend into an environment she's smart he's smart he's intelligent and brilliant but they have inferiority complex they don't have self-confidence in themselves sometimes it can never be in their intelligence they could be so picked on and so talked down that's you now see a smart child almost becoming a dollar, and then you wonder why, how, how come? But it's just because of the experiences they had as children. As children. They could even be bullied into inferiority complex. Ah, I always say this, the power of the words. Words are so powerful. Do you know words pierce deeper than a sword? A sword just pierces through the blood and through the physical body, but words pierces through the heart, words pierces through the mind, words pierces through the spirit, the soul, the being of that individual. Positive or negative, words are powerful, they are sharper, sharper. Just like the scripture says, that the word of God is living and active sharper than any two-edged sword I, I i i had to look up the picture of what a two-edged sword looks like and it's just imagine a knife right a knife a long knife you know knives are normally one-edged just sharp and just one edge the other edge is straight and flattened and um, blunt but a double-edged sword is sharp at both ends like you can use the left or use the right there's no blunt edge and then the word of god is sharper than a double-edged sword so with our words people have been talked down just by the words of our mouth people have been battered and bruised just by the words of our mouth it could be a joke to you but to that person it is as 
it's like you just talked down their life they should just open like the earth should just open and they just fall into the earth because of the words of our mouth and then such a person having to experience negative words every day every day every day or a child the parents oh you're stupid you're you're not smart you're not intelligent you're not beautiful have you heard some things that some parents say to their own children probably in a, in a maybe in a fit of anger could just be at the point where they're angry but all oh, the, the words they go deep they go deep look at ben carson the words of his mother were so were stronger than the words of his teacher a whole in fact it's not it don't, it's, it's, it's not just for parents you know even for teachers for um without um, teachers in school or teachers in the church or whatever you don't just use your mouth you don't use you don't negatively use the words of your mouth you don't it hurts so deep especially when you're trying to state the obvious you don't have to say it as in means of okay you're insulting the person and you're making jest of the person oh i just said it now is it not playing and then you tap the person is it not playing is it not playing and that person in the mind has gone far the thoughts have gone deep and you you've just sent someone into a state of inferiority complex so this is another aftermath of childhood experience Another one could just be that, um, okay, maybe a child grew up in a home where the father was always beating the mother, the father was always beating the mother, and it could be so bad that such a child, there are two things now that comes out of this, such a child could see love as beating your wife when she goes wrong. For you to let her know that she has done something wrong, you have to beat her. So that child, if it's a male, that male can make up his mind that, oh, when I get married to my wife, if she does nonsense, I beat the heaven out of her. And Or the child could make a decision that, oh, when I grow up, I don't want to be like my father. These are decisions. I don't want to be like my father beating my mother. Right? It just reminds me of another movie. <laughs> it's a movie of a boy, a teenage movie, though. Okay, a boy and a girl. They met in high school. Like they call it, it's a foreign movie. <laughs> they met in high school. We will call it secondary school, and mm, they started their relationship and all that. And the boy was so nice, so nice. But she noticed that he was easily angry. Like a little thing pisses him off to the extent he could be so pissed off he will hit the steering of the car and then apologize, apologize. Hit something. And then she she you know she would like always take the blame and apologize to him. At first he didn't start by hitting her, but he just started with um, first getting angry easily over nothing. She's in high school 
I think he just finished high school or something or is about to finish. Then when she came in, was in his finals and they started the relationship. After which he left and they still continued. So she was still schooling. I may be mixing it up, but what I'm actually trying to drive at was that it got to a point where when she now decided to focus on her education, focus on her schooling, when she's, she has school to go to, and then he gets angry that how come he's coming for them, for both of them to go out and she's telling him she has classes, she has school. i like, are you serious? Is she supposed to drop out of school because she's in a relationship with you? Hello? <laughs> but then it got to the point where it started from a slap, an apology. From a slap to actually two slaps, an apology. Oh, and the apology is so deep. Oh, you need to see him apologizing. Oh, he's the devil's work. He doesn't know what came over him. He got so angry. And then he was not saying, oh, that's how his father was always beating his mother. And he grew up seeing his mother battered and bruised every, almost every week. The mother is either with a black eye or a red eye, a swollen face, a swollen nose, um, charred lip or something like that. So he felt that was what love is. And the girl, the innocent girl, was a victim of that. Till one time he beat her and she bled. He beat her to the extent she fainted and was rushed to the hospital. And you know the funny thing is she now lied to her parents that she fell off the staircase. It was the sister that helped her and build her out. So and helped her out of it because she was she she so loved the guy and all that. That is a childhood experience. You may be saying, oh, it's just a movie. These things happen. They, they are real. They happen real life. You see children coming out of broken homes, homes where there was always battering and slapping and beating every time. And then they grew up either making a decision not to be like their father or making a decision to be like their father. That is another childhood experiences. I could go on and on with a whole lot of negative experiences, a whole lot, which I may cover in the next episode, or I could just go to another topic. But please let me know if you really want me to continue this with this topic. So now the positive parts. The positive parts, right? well like let me say you grew up in a home a christian home or or let me instead of being um, coming to the religious but though yes if you grew up in a christian home where you're taught morality you're taught values you're taught good virtues and you you're not just taught you see them in your father you see them in your mother you see them in the environment where you grew up in where you grew up in it's something that you naturally just grow into and then you leave such values you you leave them out in your life as an as a child as a teenager and as an adult as a positive side another positive um, aftermath of childhood experiences could be um, one where the child is always appreciated should I say appreciated or um, Yes, let me use the word appreciated by the parents, especially for good deeds. 
you do good deeds and your parents appreciate you you know it makes you want to do more you want to do more you want to be more good do more good right that is a positive so you grow up into adulthood and you just continue the good lifestyle it's not because you're trying to please your parents but you just grew up in a place where you are always appreciated you grew up in a place where it's positive words you hear your parents tell you how smart you are how intelligent you are how beautiful you are how amazing you are as a child you just grow up with a strong positive self-image and self um yes yeah, self-image of who you are that is a positive aftermath of childhood experiences so yeah a whole lot a whole lot the whole lot and like i said in the previous episode please you can also reach out to me on some other you know examples of aftermath that you've seen some things you've seen people do that you know that mm, this had to be as a result of what they um, experienced as a child but now the thing is as adults when we grow and come into adulthood you know, even though we've made decisions based on what we've experienced, sometimes it is still needful that we have to work and keep working on ourselves. Especially if the experiences we had led us into a negative decision. We have to. When I say negative decision, I give myself an example like self-esteem. I had to. I had to and God was actually by my side read a lot like read things look up watch videos on just how to boost your confidence I'm not there yet but I'm still getting there okay and a whole lot of other things which I I hope to share really I hope to so you can also reach out to me on some experiences of aftermath that aftermath of um, experiences that people have had that you know oh this is negative this is positive this is as a result of um what they had as children but despite no matter the aftermath like i'll always say it's good to be good just be good be positive and if you're in a state right now where it's negative thoughts that fill your mind negative words please and please we have to work on ourselves we have to daily it will not just go away because these experiences are experiences that lived with us as children we grew into them we met them as teenagers and we became adults still through this experience they don't go away we just outgrow them but they don't grow out of us because every action we take as an adult is some most times falls back to what we experienced as children or teenagers Take for instance a teenage girl who has been raped as a child, as a teenager. Could could be by her own um, immediate family. And maybe not once, not twice. Tell me, what do you think she will grow up into? Oh, it just brings me back to... (laughs) Oh, 
you say I'm using movies as examples, but I mean, it, I just see them as they come. It was this movie, it's a Nigerian movie, a typical example of what I just said. This girl, she was raped by her father, sexually abused by her own father. Till it got to the point that she, like, whenever she saw her father, she always yearned for him. And he was so sick in the head that he always continually slept with her, continuously, until she grew up into an adult and had this insatiable desire for sex. I mean, she could literally just sleep with anything on trousers, except ladies. <laughs> like, she, she, slept, she slept with her driver in the middle of the road. The person just has to be fine, you know, well-built, smocks, like, look so good and fine in her eyes. She slept with her gardener. She was just walking out in the cool of the day, and then she saw her gardener. He was gardening, and because of the hot sun, he had to pull off his clothes. And when he pulled off his clothes, she just, like, oh, come up, brother. <laughs> Oh, it's funny, but when I watched it, I was like, wow, she was, and they didn't start with the father experience. It was later, and I got to find out that she was raped by her father first, molested by him sexually, and it got to the point where she just gave in to him, and he was always, 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 I think she lost her mom early or something, and the man did not remarry though at the end she had to go back to where the father was and forgive him before she was able to help herself experiences different experiences and different decisions and they turn us into something who maybe most times we don't wish to be that but because of what we've experienced we just have to be okay so Please let me know what are the experiences you've had that has changed you and what decision did you take, did you make as a result of such experiences. But like I said, especially if they are negative, they can be worked on, they can be changed. We can still be the best version of ourselves can still be the, the version, be the version you love to see, be the person you want to see, be the person you want to meet every day, be the person that when you meet this person, you'll be happy you met this person. It takes work, so much work, so much effort, but I promise you one thing, you'll be glad you put in the work. You will have a relapse, like not once not twice but if you consistently keep on you'll be glad you did it will go a long way but if you just leave it ah that is how i am joe i cannot change i know there's nothing negative that cannot be changed to positive so please just we've come to the end of the episode uh i hope you had a nice time but please reach out to me as much as you can. I really, really would love to hear from you. 
thank you so much for staying with me till the end so we'll see you next episode to have a wonderful wonderful yes i'm sorry um, um merry christmas in advance <laughs> happy christmas eve tomorrow is christmas day please wear your best outfit look your best tomorrow enjoy your day if you're going to be with friends enjoy it if you're going to be with family enjoy it if you're going to be alone enjoy it make sure you have so much fun because jesus is the reason why we can still smile in the midst of a chaotic environment we're in he's the reason why you have peace especially if you're a Christian because he's the only one that can give you peace in this world we are in that you can still smile and be joyful and dance so please enjoy your Christmas tomorrow because you deserve every fun you can give to yourself and you deserve every good you can give to yourself so till we see in next episode to have a lovely Christmas holiday Merry Christmas! We wish you a Merry Christmas! And I wish you a Merry Christmas! Ooh, I wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year! Ciao! <laughs>